This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Well, I'll just tell you this. If, if you've never gone to a, and I'm not going to say a 3D archery tournament, but I'm going to say one to the scale of like Bowfest or Total Archery Challenge, you have to. To do it at least once in your life. Oh, you got her, dude. She's down. Let's go. Dude, I just shot a deer of a lifetime. Freaking smoked him. One with nature, and if you're a believer, one with God. Definitely gets your heart pumping. Boy, you are in trouble. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another week of our Fall Obsession podcast, driven by our friends over at Elite Archery. I am Sam with Fall Obsession, hosting you guys once again, and joined this week by our co-host, media production manager Nick Powell's back. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Sam? Glad to be here, as always. Oh, yeah. Always a good time. And guys, we're super pumped to be back on here with a friend of ours. He's actually been on the podcast before. He joined us back in February for episode 48, and that is Mr. Chad Allen Jones. Welcome back, Chad. What's going on, fellas? Man, nothing much. Just ready for this deer season to start. Super pumped to be back on here with you again. I know i'm speaking for myself and i know a lot of our listeners too enjoyed your last one on here talking about that big deer you killed a while back and uh looking forward to where this conversation is going to take us right on man yeah i appreciate you guys having me back on you know i'm i'm always down to to talk deer hunting right so (laughs) yeah absolutely look forward to it heck yeah yeah so we just basically wanted to have you on chad just to because we saw uh, on your social media that you took part in the total archery challenge in Utah. And so I kind of, basically I was curious about it myself. And then also I figured that would be an interesting topic since we do mainly bow hunt, uh, in fall obsession. And so, um, I was thinking it'd be an interesting topic for our listeners to, to kind of 
hear about as well. And so um, I guess we can just start from the beginning and then just work our way through how the whole competition works. And uh, so I'll just throw it to you, Chad. And, and uh, if we come up with any questions, we'll, we'll just uh, ask away. Right on, man. Yeah, well, I'll just tell you this. If, if you've never gone to a, and I'm not going to say a 3D archery tournament, but I'm going to say one to the scale of like Bowfest or Total Archery Challenge, you have to do it at least once in your life. Um, um, you know, I kind of compare it to the Super Bowl of, of archery tournaments. I mean, it's... Uh, it's pretty phenomenal. So, you know, they've, uh, they've started, it's only, I don't know, maybe a few years old, somewhere around there, um, uh, that, that total archery, uh, challenge has started. And, and I'd heard about it, you know, like I'll see the plugs through like social media and all that. Um, but most of them weren't close to home. Um, you know, but they tour, I mean, there's multiple States they are pretty much travel across the country, uh, over, you know, a few month period, um, for people to sign up and, and go shoot, but it brings thousands of archers, um, you know, from all over. Uh, I met people from Australia. I mean, people from New York. I mean, it's, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, but anyway, largest sponsors in the world at this thing, you know, it's, I mean, obviously, uh, John Dudley with knock on is, uh, is kind of the figurehead, uh, behind all of it. And so he, he hooks up his, his travel trailer and heads across the country and he so he attends every one of them uh he gets out and shoots with some of the guys um you know he's got his own knock-on course that's there which is i shot on one of the days and it's it's extremely challenging um but man i'll just say i mean the overall experience man you you've got to try it it's um it's it's pretty uh pretty awesome but so how how it all came about like say i would see it you know, kind of filtering through on social media. Well, so NUMA was one of the sponsors, uh, for it this year. And so they called me whenever, um, they were trying to assemble a team. So they wanted some of the recon team members, um, you know, to attend at least some of the events that were relatively close. Um, and so when they had it down in Texas, down in San Antonio, um, they called and said, Hey, you know, can you come down and shoot with the team? So I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I drove down and, um, and, uh, shot there with, uh, Dan Staten and Cody Roberts, um, and Will, uh, with, with Numa and, and, um, you know, met a lot of super cool people. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys follow Crispy, the, uh, um, big, big social media follower and black rifle coffee guys were all there. Cause they're also, also a sponsor. Um, okay. it's just, uh, just, just amazing. You know I mean? You're going and, and you're shooting a course. So it's, it's almost like, uh, like a golf course, you know, that, you know, they put you on a station and that's your first target. And depending on skill level. So if it's new archers, cause you have some that are literally shot a bow, like, three or four times to professional archers that are at these things. And, uh, and so you can pick different courses based on the skill level. So there's some that are, you know, relatively fat, uh, flat, um, and, um, you know, larger targets, you know, just a little bit easier. And then there's some that are super technical, extreme angle, um, 
you know, really tight windows shooting through trees and limbs. And, uh, so it can, it can be as difficult as you want to make it, uh, based off of that. And, and most of them are 25 targets, but you know, you're traveling up and down hills and canyons and locations. So it, it makes it, you know, um, I'd say on average, they t- probably take, you know, four hours or so to get through a typical course. And, um, anyway, but you're, you're partnered up, you know, with some people on the course and you go out and shoot and obviously it's got rings on it, uh, you know, on your target that then give you the points based off of, you know, and ideally you're hitting the target. Uh, a lot of people hit a lot of trees, uh, <laughs> you know, and so, uh, <laughs> I will tell you this, just food for thought, make sure you take plenty of arrows. Yeah. Um, because when we, when we went, yeah, down in Texas, um, the, the first tournament I went to down in Texas, so a storm blew in and it was blowing like 35 to 40 miles an hour. Oh, and so, you know, and I shoot really lightweight arrows and I was having to hold over like two feet just to even hit the target. The wind was so strong. And so oh, it, it, uh, it got a little comical there for a while, but, um, but man, just a, just a blast, man. It's so much fun, you know, and, uh, and you're meeting, you're, you know, you're meeting all people that whether they're just getting into archery or serious hunters like you guys, you know, it's, you're meeting, you know, other people that just have that thing in common. And so you don't really meet a stranger there. Like everybody, you know, they're all there for that same passion and reason. So it's, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, so, so anyway, went to, went to, um, went to Texas, shot at that one. And then I was supposed to go to one up in, um, uh, Colorado. Then I was supposed to go to Montana. And then I was, uh, then I went to the one in Utah, um, and Colorado and Montana got scratched. Uh, my daughter actually runs track and she qualified for regionals for one of those weekends for Colorado. Uh, you know, so obviously I couldn't miss that. Well, then she advanced and ended up going to state for sprint relay and track. Uh, and that was the weekend of Montana. So I ended up missing both of those, but it, it was worth it. So. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. We, I know we've said before that, uh, a lot of the things we do are to, you know, kind of educate and also we're very family oriented. And so, uh, I, I like that you, you know, you put your kids in front of, of, you know, this archery challenge, which is a, a lot of the, what we say a lot of the time is, you know, we do this for the kids. Cause I know oh. Sam, we both have young kids that we're excited to get in, into hunting. And so, uh, that's a lot of what we do it for as well. So that's, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, uh, glad you said it. Cause I mean, that was one of the things I was amazed at how many like little kids, uh, were there shooting, you know, and they would come with their dads and, uh, man, there, there was a little boy there that had like a custom made longbow. And I was like, man, this is awesome. And, uh, <laughs> but awesome. yeah, the, yeah, it was, I mean, there were people bringing their whole families. I mean, their wives would shoot, you know, the, both kids would shoot and it, it was really, really cool, but it's, it's awesome seeing the younger generation get in there and, and, um, you know, and, and just really take that in for what it's worth. You know, it's, yeah, um, for sure. it, it, it's awesome. A um, couple of questions. So you said there's uh, multiple locations. And so are these like they just switch locations every year and have one event a year? Or is it kind of like a tour that they do uh, throughout it, the it, year? 
Yeah, it's a tour that they do throughout the year, um, and it's it's got you know preset destinations, and so um, I mean it's it's a full blown ordeal, man. Like I mean, they have a, a traveling uh, field staff crew that goes um, and they cut the limbs and and trim out the trails and put out the signage and the walkways oh, wow. and. Um, uh, ahead of the, you know, the tournament's coming to that weekend, you know, and then they take up all those targets and move them to the next. But yeah, they travel all over the country. I mean, they went from West Coast to East Coast to back. I mean, it's, um, I can't remember how many total there were, uh, there were, but I mean, it was a lot. It That's was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was all multiple states all over. So it pretty much gave everybody an opportunity. Um, and then I met people that had been to every one of them. Nope. And uh, I Holy can't God. imagine I can't imagine what they do for a living, uh, but <laughs> but they're pretty much every weekend. And so, uh, but yeah, like I say, there was people from overseas that that we had met out there that had flown in, and uh, it was it was it was pretty amazing. But uh, wow. but you know, just food for thought you know if you guys go to one next year man it'd be awesome if you guys want to join us and come up there because uh, it, it should be held there in uh in san antonio again um and i know the one up in um in park city utah that one that one's held there uh every year too so but That's the it. um if you guys go i don't know how much y'all go up to the mountains but this flatlander was uh in for a in for a little shock that first day man just trying to you know because there was a lot of guys from utah that was at that one and you know they're just hiking up and down these mountains like it's nothing and i'm just like i was like i was breathing through a straw out there man they were all giving me a hard time but (laughs) yeah yeah. that is what i've heard and and i plan on going on a western hunt eventually um and i can only imagine that's that's one thing i'm nervous about is getting up in those mountains where the air is super thin and not being used to it, and then it just whooping me. And I, well, I you know, feeling I know it's going to happen, but <laughs> well, you know, the the thing is, it's like you know, you spend you know a couple days up there before you start putting any any sort of exertion, you know, and you're you'll be pretty good. But it's it's the normally you know people get off a plane or, or drive in, and then all of a sudden they're going and they're hiking up and down these mountains with a backpack on your phone and all this and you, know, you can just overdo it real fast just not knowing how your body's going to respond to it but yeah but it was, sure. you know i felt real bad when there's little five-year-old kids hiking up and down just blowing and going i'm back here about to die <laughs> <laughs> I, I know i'd be in the same boat so <laughs> but no it was um, all, i mean y'all have to go do it at least once you'll you'll be hooked man it was yeah it was really cool i shot behind um Oh man, uh, Chris B. One day he's pretty good. I don't know if y'all have seen him shoot or not. Um, and I'm I'm being facetious. He's <laughs> world class archer. Really good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a professional archer, and it it goes to show when when you watch somebody like him shoot. I mean, and you got to think. I mean, these some of these ranges. I mean, it it'll take you out of your comfort zone. You know, for us, ideally shooting whitetail, you're kind of going, man you're pushing it for me to really shoot outside of 40 yards. Um, some of these targets were 130, you know? And so, yeah. So I had to actually go buy a sliding pin, uh, (laughs) just so I could even shoot that far. Cause I'm like, you know, the most I'd ever even had a, a a pin site set up for was, was 70 yards. And 
I never used it, obviously. Um, <laughs> so, so I had to go buy a whole new, whole new site and then get out and practice even getting to that range. Um, right. you know, and you don't have to take shots that far, but, um, but like the knock on course, I don't know that there was a shot less than 40 or 50 even on it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's but it's it's so much fun, man. It is so much fun. Let me ask you on that, Chad, with uh, with you having to make that adjustment from you know you're you're talking about what your familiar range normally is, and then for this competition, getting a new site and then you know putting a tape on it and adjusting for those longer hundred plus yard shots. What what was your timeline there, and how did that transition or or that adjustment to shooting those longer ranges go for you? Um, well, really the biggest thing is, um, is, you know, I, I did the same thing as I would set up, you know, any other, any other site. And so, um, I ended up getting one of the black gold, uh, sites. And so, you know, it's basically got a, a roller on it, you know, that, um, it, it's out, the site takes out to a hundred, uh, you know, but I was able to kind of adjust my own once I got those distances dialed in to where I could shoot a little bit farther out. And then some of it, you're just kind of eyeballing it and letting it fly, you know, cause I mean, obviously you don't know, uh, you know, if you don't have 130 on the dot, you're just kind of measuring the distance and, right. and shooting. And, and most of those are like elk or, you know, caribou or something. It's a big target to where even if you're a little bit off, you know, you should still be good. But, um, now when I got the site, it just went back to just getting in the 20, setting up my 30, setting up my 40. And then, so from my 40 on is where my slider starts. And so, um, you know, so I've left that site on, uh, you know, for both season this year, just cause I'm already, I'm already dialed in from, you know, from my 20, 30, 40. And so, uh, cause ideally I don't like, you know, trying to hunt with anything that I have to adjust on the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as, as you guys know, any additional movement that you've got to make on a white tail that's in close range is never, never a good option. So I've always liked fixed pins. So I, you know, and then, so I know the yardage, I'm not having to adjust anything, um, you know, at last minute. So. So really that site's ultimately everything past that 40 is, is for target anyway. Um, but gotcha. you know, it, I would say it took about a week probably, uh, just cause man, I was having, uh, I was having some, when I, I would bottom out, you know, on my, uh, cause my, my, um, my riser height is, is so, um, is so short. You know, I'm so short uh, on axle to axle on my bow that my sight, the bottom of my sight was bottoming out like my top fletching was hitting it. So then I had to get a little creative of, of you know, work that out. Then I went in with shorter profile uh, fletchings, but it was like my bow is just not made to shoot that far because of the, because of the, how short and compact it is. But uh, once gotcha. I got it in. Yeah, once I got it in, I mean, overall, I've been shooting that far, you know, it all comes down to, it all comes down to technique at that point. I mean, you know, if you've got bad technique, if you think it's you're a little bit off and all over the place at 40, you're really going to be in trouble at 100. Yeah, you'll be nowhere um, in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. So, uh, so overall, I mean, it's really good. I would say it's good for any archer 
to do that, you know, is start, you know, cause once you get proficient at shooting those far ranges, dude, you go back to 20 and 30 and it's like, Oh God, this is cake, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said that, uh, you mentioned having a, a target set up, which leads me to my next question. Uh, are these bows that people are shooting, are they mainly target bows or are they mainly hunting bows or do they have groups for both? Uh, it's you bring whatever bow you want. I mean, we watched a guy with a recurve shoot an 88-yard target. Whoa. Holy cow. And when you have no sights on, that makes it – more impressive <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean no part of part of that's a lot of luck but i mean he was a really good i mean he was a really really good uh trad archer man it was it was um it was pretty cool to see but um but now there's people from that's what i'm saying like you know crispy he was there and you know he had huge stabilizers on his bow i mean he was shooting his one of his competition bows i mean it was uh you know, it was it was decked out and ready to roll. Right, I took right, right. I took my bow that I hunt with every day. Uh, you know, and so it um you know, there was a, just a little bit of adjustment like say in terms of the, the ranges and things on there for me, but yeah, there was people that had everything. You know, traditional bows, um, you know, they've had compounds, they had, you know, uh I mean there was people with three foot stabilizers on the end of these things. I mean, it was, you saw it all, you know? Yep. For sure. That's awesome. And, uh, all these people competing, are they like with the different bows, are they all being scored the same still? Well, and so that's the thing too, is that, you know, they say that it, you know, they call it total archer challenge and you're thinking of, okay, well, how's this fair if I'm competing against other guys? So at the end of the day, you're really just kind of competing internally against, you know, your group that you're shooting with. Um, okay. It's not really an overall competition of, like, who wins, because I agree, who's going to pay the money and sign up if they know Chris B., a professional world champion archer, <laughs> is signed up to shoot if he's, right, not a different, if, he, if he's not in a different league, you know? And so – it's really they don't do it um, in terms of competition like that. It's it's really just to get out there and, and shoot and and it's more of a competition with yourself of, of you know you're trying to deal with you know the pressure of people watching and terrain you've never been in and elements that you know you know ranges that aren't comfortable to you. So it's really um, uh, fatiguing. You know it's just it's more of a it's more of a self challenge. But you're getting to go and shoot with. People now they do have like some miscellaneous competitions there that you can sign up for. Uh, like one of them, they have a, like a big steel rhino, uh, like a silhouette of a rhino, and it's got a small hole about probably I don't know, I'd say maybe the size of like a silver dollar. Okay. And I think it was at a um, hundred yards or ninety-two yards, something like that. And uh, if you shot and hit it inside of that silver dollar from that far you got entered to win a truck um you know so they had some but on the flip side uh there were a lot of shatter shattered arrows laying on the ground because it's a it's a steel it was like a quarter inch steel plate uh that you're shooting at so you gotta be pretty confident if you're even gonna enter that competition to begin with (laughs) 
but um, yeah, they had a lot of little things like that, you know, that you could go in and um, you know and compete against. But uh, it wasn't like you know at the end of the day, you turn in your score, you know, for a grand prize or first, second, third, whatever. Um, it wasn't anything like that. Gotcha. Okay, that answers my question. Well, and it would be hard to judge that. I mean, you got people True. like yeah. like what like one of the days. You know, unless you had an official score on every single station, um, you know, then you're. It's like golf, right? Where guys are like, "Oh yeah, boy, I got, I, I got an eagle on that one," you know, and uh, you know, and and kind of working the the paperwork. And so it's like, unless somebody's there to officially score it and where it's at, you know, and then it's just, uh, it, it's more for fun, it, you know. Okay. More challenge. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, – once I saw you posting about it, and I've, I've always liked 3D because uh, I know when we go out to Cinnamon Creek, they got a pretty sweet 3D um, course out there. And uh, and then I saw you posting about this total archery challenge. I'd never heard of it before. And so I, it kind of uh, perked my ears a little bit at it. And so I hadn't looked much into it, but I definitely wanted to – wanted to ask you about it because it's it's something i'd definitely be interested in doing and and man if we can yeah, get a team I, together and go yeah. Go, uh, yeah i think the yeah that'd be really cool man uh, if you guys you know all the all the session boys you know get together and and go do uh go go do some shooting and you know some camaraderie there that that'd be really cool you know and there are people that uh do that we see a lot of uh um uh i guess there's a ton of vendors there, you know, I mean, you've got everything from every type of, you know, Hoyt is there with a booth and, and Matthews and elite and expedition. I mean, everybody is there. Um, you know, Numa was there, sponsor Kuyu. Um, I mean, it, everything, I mean, you name it, there's uh, vendors from all over. Um, you know, and so that might be something too. You guys might want to look at, you know, going in a, as a like an event um exhibitor you know and get like a booth sure. and that way you guys can meet you know people throughout the industry but y'all can go and shoot like in your in your meet in you know in the pastimes of it it's, it's really a lot of fun man you know yeah. and they got like um andy newberg came in um and um they have like an elk calling contest up there um they uh they do like some of the um Oh, uh, like loopholes, um, kind of their, I'm trying to think of what you call it, but it's like their new release, like short clip videos. Um, you know, they'll show some of those. They've got guest speakers that come to them. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a big deal. Yes. Yeah, so it's definitely, sounds like it's definitely more than just going to shoot 3d archery. <laughs> oh yeah. I it's mean, like it's, a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an all weekend deal. Actually, I went like, I was there from like Wednesday through Sunday, um, I mean, it, it's a multiple day deal, you know, and, uh, and there's thousands of people, you know, that come through each day. Um, but like, um, you know, they'll have, you know, bands come in and, um, and sing like Easton Corbin came and sang, uh, one of the nights up in, in park city. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. Like the Texas one would be awesome, you know, cause that way it's not too far for you guys. And I yeah, think it's actually, sure. Texas is actually their very first, uh, stop if I remember right. And it's in, um, like second week of June or something like that. And so I'm sure when they post the schedule, you guys will see it, but, uh, but yeah, I can, I can definitely let you know when it, when it gets nailed down. 
Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, we'll and, have to put some on the books. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Y'all, y'all won't regret it, man. It's it's awesome. Um, and you said there was teams. How? I mean, does it matter how big a team size is, or are there? Nope. We saw so like. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with like Rihanna Carey and Amanda Caldwell. Um, you know, they're all, um, with like Mount Knots. Um, okay. so, um, um, oh God, um, Truett, um, Cam Haynes' son, he was there one of the days and they had, uh, some videographers there with them and a ton of the Mount Knots people, some head of the marketing for, um, for Hoyt and they all went on a shoot together and there was like 16 of them all in this group. So the, the issue with that is it's fun cause they all get to, you know, go through and shoot together. But if you're a group behind them, you, you get, <laughs> you get bottlenecked there for a while. So sometimes, you know, you yeah. can just play through, it's just like golf. You get a big group or you know, it's my slow or whatever. You can just kind of play through on one of gotcha. them. So, but everybody's super laid back and cool. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, you could, you could have as big of a team or as many teams as you wanted. That's awesome. So what, uh, was there anything specific that drew you to Utah specifically or was that well, just kind of one? Well, like I said, uh, so, so Numo, um, they actually were, they were a sponsor of it, but they were taking a, uh, they were taking all of their, um, exhibitor, um, stuff, to four locations and, and as i say they were going to texas obviously because it's close to them and then um and then they went to colorado montana and utah which are kind of the bigger ones it's like that's like the four biggest ones in terms of turnout um and um and so they picked they picked those four and i was supposed to go to all four but i only was able to make two of the four and so um Montana, I was really, really looking forward to. Um, so I've got to, I've got to do that one next year, assuming that the daughter doesn't make it to the state, state tournament again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a, not a bad reason to miss at all. Right. Awesome, Sam. Can you think of anything else that? No, oh, man. I mean, that's. I can't, I can't think of any other questions. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome. Like I said, we're we're definitely gonna have to have to check it out and and see see what we can do maybe next year. Yeah, it's sure. uh, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Like, like I say, you'll um it, you can follow them on like um on like Instagram and and uh, Facebook, and they'll start promoting it like you know months earlier. Um, you know. But it doesn't it doesn't sell out, you know. So it's not like one of those things, you know. I mean, you can decide the weekend before if you want to wanted to go. Um, the only thing is, is some of your days, like your Saturday, is typically like your busiest day. So you know, if you guys were wanting to just take a, you know, go and set up a booth or something, and you know, just kind of do meet and greets with people coming through, or you know, promoting your podcast or whatever, um, you know, those days would be probably better for Saturday because so many people coming through because if you're trying to shoot on Saturday it gets really slow because there's so many people shooting that day oh yeah oh um, gotcha yeah so but um but sense. yeah like I say yeah you guys can always reach out to me because I know I know Numa is, uh, is scheduled to attend some of those next year I don't know if they'll try to change some locations but I know uh, obviously Texas they'll do for sure uh, and that's and that's the kickoff 
that's the very first one. Um, and then, uh, and then Park City is, is, well, it was second to last. They did one in Snowbird as well. Um, but, uh, Utah is their last stop of the tour. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sweet. Uh, well, Chad, we appreciate you coming on and, and giving us a bunch of good info about, about the total archery challenge. And I hope some of our listeners were able to take, uh, take some of that and and maybe they'll be interested in heading up there too yeah and, it's, and participating it's, yeah absolutely man it's it's a blast and that's the thing you know is people are like oh you know they hear total archery challenge and they're like man you know i don't want to do that go compete against you know a bunch of people then shooting their whole life it, it's not that at all it's i mean you're going up there just meeting friends and shooting and making fun of the guys that shoot all their arrows into the tree and uh <laughs> you know it's uh it just you know at the end of the day everybody goes back to the hotel or whatever kicks back they have like events and dinners and stuff like at night you can either go attend the concerts go back and have drinks cocktail hours um they had like Corey jackson came in did like a seminar of elk calling um i mean it's it's cool man it's it's a big event it's, it's really awesome Sounds like a blast. We'll have to, like, like we have already established, we're gonna we're gonna check it out for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I know that was the main point that we we wanted you on here for, but uh, I'm I'm I always get excited having another call, uh, fellow Collin County hunter uh, on the podcast. So are there any uh, any prospects or anything out there that you're uh, got your eyes set on this year? This hunt man. I've got, I've got a, a couple of them. Um, and, you know, I've got, I've got three places that I hunt in, in Collin County. And, uh, one of them, I had a really, really good buck show up, you know, which gave me a huge sign of, uh, of, uh, of joy when he stepped out or, you know, came out on camera, but I haven't seen him back. So I think he was kind of transitioning to, from summer to fall range. Um, but hopefully he's made a home somewhat close by and um, which, you know, I don't get too up in arms if I haven't seen much at this point. I mean, it's been so hot, you know, and, um, Absolutely. you know, and it's in this time of year, now all the hunters are starting to get into the woods and it starts pushing bucks around. And, and so, you know, and, and then you always hear your dreaded October lull, which is basically just the repercussion of hunting pressure. Um, you know, and so I don't, I don't get too up in arms, but yeah, he's one I would. Uh, he was an 18 pointer. He's one I would, I would definitely um, focus on if, if if he shows up too much more. And then, um, and then I've got one um, at my other location, a little bit further east in Collin County, and um, he's kind of sporadic. I know he lives on the property, but you know, he just he's not moving a whole lot either. But, you know, I'm starting to get some bucks fighting. They're getting where they hate each other now. So, um, <laughs> you know, as uh, once scrapes and, and things start opening up, you know, I'll move some cameras around and he'll he'll eventually be hitting hitting one of them. So, um, and then and I got a place up in Oklahoma. I've uh, got some decent ones coming in up there uh, that I'm going to try to, probably closer to Thanksgiving, try to get up there and see if I can send it on one of them. Now, they're already daylighting up there, so... Um, you know, so now it's just a matter of getting the right wind and making a move. And then I got drawn for the, um, grapevine, honey, Lake grapevine again, um, this year. So 
Oh, no kidding. Well, yeah, so I'm going to so – I've been out – done a little scouting out there. I found a found a tree with uh, – it's probably about a 10-inch diameter tree that is just torn to pieces. So um, I know there's a, there's a giant there somewhere. So I've kind of set up a little mock scrape there, and we'll see if we can make some magic happen when weather gets a little right. So Heck, yeah. See how it goes. What about you guys? Well, I'm, I uh, – kind of having the same issue uh a few weeks back i had a buck show up on camera and they were still in there well it was a couple of bucks and they had they were I guess they were still in their bachelor groups but one really good one he's an 11 point and uh or a 12 point 11 or 13 i can't remember but i know on the left side he has a, a split g2 that splits at the base and so it mm-hmm. looks like it's just another point sitting there yeah. um and he showed up one night on camera with this other pretty decent eight, eight or 10 and, uh, hadn't seen him since we had some cows get down in the bottom of our, the area we hunt that we kind of keep fenced off just so the deer will feel more comfortable. Right. And the cows won't tear up our feeders and such, but we went down there and we had to put some, some hog panels around our feeders to keep the hogs out. Cause they were, they tore up our feeders over this summer and we got pictures of deer jumping in into the panels and, and stuff but we had i hadn't seen that big deer back but just like you said it's been it's been super hot and and uh they i think they've had a lot of a lot of uh food opportunities around where i hunt and so hopefully as that stuff gets gets um mowed down and processed that that'll take their food sources away a little bit and so that'll draw them towards the feeders a little bit more so um like you said i'm not too not too worried about it at the moment but hopefully they'll make their way back especially that big one yeah no doubt man that'd, that'd be be awesome get him down i'd like to like to see him when you got your hands wrapped around him yeah, me too. <laughs> Sam, what about you, man? Man, so we got we got this new Nick's on it with me, but this new property out uh, a couple hours west of us here, uh, mm-hmm. eight hundred acres that we're working with out there, and we've been putting out a lot of content regarding all the stuff we're doing out there. But got some decent deer. Um, certainly, all the potentials there. The the place hadn't been hunted in probably decades at the most. So. Um, other than just gas well trucks driving through these deer that live out there now they've they've never been pressured at all ever so it's uh it's a pretty it's raw land and a, a pretty a blank slate basically which which is good it's just going to take a lot of work over a few years to get it what we want but we're we're pumped about it so i've been putting in a lot of yeah, time yeah that's awesome yeah i've been putting in a lot of time out there trying to get that ready i know we've talked about it on the podcast before we got two bucks for sure that are uh that are shooters this year one of them that we've seen passing through the area that we that we have our bow setups in he's a he's a solid 10 point his g3s are probably i don't know they're pushing 12 inches like he's just he's a tall he's a tall deer just a clean looking 10 so he's one of our shooters we're, we're guessing him in about five and a half probably and then uh, my dad actually put a rifle stand up on on his portion of the property on the north end, and uh, he's got a really another old, mature, just giant, clean eight point coming in up there. So, um, 
excited about both those deer and then we got we got just a ton of deer showing up on camera in in general so we're, we're pretty pumped and it definitely has the potential to you know over the years start start getting more specific with what we're feeding and what we're putting down and and hopefully start growing some decent sized deer out there so heck yeah man that's that's awesome and you know it's um it's always that exciting time of year that's starting to come around because just because you don't have them on camera right now you know another six weeks that'll all change and um you know yeah if you got you got some property that, that hasn't really been hunted and uh you know there, there's gonna be some giants that have lived a long time somewhere around out there it's a matter of dragging out there absolutely yeah, exactly and especially with that much area to roam who knows what'll show up you know right there yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I know we've talked about it before, and, and I won't get too detailed into it because we have plenty of content talking about the concept, but just the scouting this, these first couple of years, you know, and, and learning the property, learning where the deer are. And I, mm-hmm. I already this, just in these past little over a month, I've moved, I've moved cameras around like like crazy just trying to learn other areas and new areas and okay there's some deer here well let's move this camera and see what's down here you know type deal and actually i was gonna i was gonna mention it too also to you chad because the uh i know you're a a partner and associated with spy point um Mm -hmm. we're we're not in any official capacity but i i we got four spy point cameras out there this year and i've been pretty impressed with those little things they've uh they've been doing a pretty good job for us yeah, you know, it's uh it it's all technology, right? I mean, it's uh it's it's as good as anything. That's, you know, somebody was telling me one day they're like, Man, I can't get that to work, you know, this, that, whatever and I'm like, Okay, well, you know, do you have much service? No, I didn't have much service. <laughs> okay, well <laughs> uh that's probably a pretty bad start right now if you don't have a a, a lot of service and, yeah. and then on top of that they're like, Yeah, but Man, it's just not reliable. I was like, well, I have a thousand dollar phone that doesn't work half the time either. Uh, you know, it drops calls. I was like, so I don't really know what to tell you, but yeah, it's right. uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's different strokes for different folks, but yeah, and I feel like everybody, uh, I feel like everybody's situation is different, and so those cameras are going to perform differently for everybody. And I was just talking uh, to a buddy of mine that I worked with yesterday. He was, uh, we were talking about just what what game cameras we run and and. Uh, whatnot because i was telling him that i need some cell cameras as well because i don't have any um and he he was just like man well i use you know this brand and it works great and i'm like well i've heard from other people that that brand sucks <laughs> you know and it didn't work for them at all and so i'm like man it's just uh it's, it's a hit or miss thing and you just got to find what works for you pretty much well and i'm you know i'm a big believer in uh you know don't knock until you try it kind of deal so sure. i own just about every sailor camera that's been made and um and of course obviously i can't promote those when i get pictures on them um but it's um i don't you know i don't want to ever say oh well you should do this when somebody might you know for instance i have a tax cam reveal and um you know i love the the picture quality of 24 megapixels and you know but there's some things that i don't like about it you know and uh but I've got some that are, you know, $600 cellular cameras and I'm sitting there going, man, if I can buy a spy point micro now, the megapixels might not be as high, but for $89, this is a no brainer, yeah. you know, it's like, cause all I don't, I don't need to see the eyelashes on the deer. 
I just need to see what it is and when it's coming in to give me the information I need to hunt it. You know exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. So yeah. it's just different for what you want to for what you want it for, right? Yeah, we're pretty fortunate out there to have have good cell service in in our area. So we like I think all of our cameras are are pretty high on their signal signal strength and everything. So we're we're good with that for sure. And and I know that that plays a part for some guys. They don't have that, but I mean, there's still boosters and other stuff available too that you can that you can pick up to help with that too. So right, right, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's uh that's awesome, man. So but yeah, and then I've got a got a trip up for kansas um going up second week of october and then i'm going hunting with the numa guys the last week of of uh october last week of october i'm going hunting with the numa guys down in hondo um second week of december i'm going up to hunt in kansas so the first time hunting kansas so i'm i'm looking forward to that awesome i was supposed, I was supposed to go last year but it got canceled due to covid so right away well, and Nick, and Nick, I hadn't forgot about you. I hadn't forgot about you. I might need you to come along if uh, if they got some shooters showing up when I get ready to go. I might see if you need to jump in the truck and go film it. Well, hey, you just let me know. We'll work something out. Heck yeah, we're always down for a, for a trip to Whitetail Country in Kansas. Heck yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to going for sure. Well, it sounds like you got a you got a good season planned, and so after after the season's all said and done, we'll have to get you back on and, and get an update, see how things see how things went. Yeah, you know, really, you know, what I'm most really excited for is is hunting Lake Grapevine. Honestly, um, you know, I think they said there was like six thousand people that put in for the draw this year, and two hundred and fifty got permitted for it, and uh, so I was fortunate enough to get drawn, um, but the drawback is, you know, I would say there's maybe, maybe 1,500 acres that's, you know, huntable in terms of not being up next to duck hunters. And, um, you know, so there's a lot of people. It's a lot of pressure. And it, and yeah. those mature bucks, it, it won't take but about two weekends, those first two weekends, um, over the weekend, the, the following, following one, and most of those deer are going to go nocturnal. Um, you know, until the rut. So I don't know that I'll even get out there and hunt until, until the rut ramps up. So we'll yeah. kind of see how it goes, but, um, but there's some mega giants in there. It's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time. That's it. That's all it is. But yeah, it's, uh, so, you know, it's always fun. It's always that fun challenge trying to get one on public land. You know what I mean? It's, yep. uh, it's just something a little more special about that. Cause you know, you've defined a lot of odds, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, if you can get one on public land with that many hunters and and bucks that are that smart, it's just um, you know because I see a lot of a lot of young bucks out there, but not not the ones I want to shoot. You know, right for sure. Yeah, and, and public land makes it that much harder. Me and me and right. Sam took a little stint at, at public land last year <laughs> when I got I got drawn for a, a big lake bottom, um, the big lake bottom wildlife mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. Uh, down yeah. by Tyler or uh, down by Palestine. Yep. And it was so hot that there was really I, – I didn't see a point in us even being out there because I knew the deer weren't going to be moving during the daytime anyways. So, But it was – yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was a good time, but, man, it was hot. It was one of the hottest things yes. I've ever been on. Yeah, you know, and that's always tough because, 
those deer know it's hot too. <laughs> and yeah, uh, it doesn't, do, doesn't do you a whole lot of good for you to sit there during the day when they only move at night. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and even you would think sitting up next to a water hole or a creek or somewhere, you know, would be the ticket. A lot of times when it's that hot, they don't even get up to even drink because, I mean, they don't really have a need to if they're not getting up and, and, and moving around, you know, so. Exactly. But, yeah, well, hopefully you guys will, hopefully you guys will land y'all's target bucks this year, man. That'll be, be exciting to see it. Yeah, hey, best of luck to you, too. Yeah, for, for sure, man. Good. Yeah, uh, y'all have to keep me keep me posted and uh, see how you guys do along the way. I'll be be interested to see how y'all's new property works out. And of course, I know uh, I know I'm I'm waiting for somebody to break the Collin County rec Collin County record. So who better to break it than you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be nice. Yeah, Nick's coming for you. And I'm I'm pulling yeah. for you, man. There's there's some monsters over where you guys are. Oh, uh, I'm telling you. You know, so anything could happen. That's right. That's right. Just right place at the right time. That's what we're right, going to on. Well, Nick, Chad, I appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day today to record. Uh, it's been a blast. And, again, looking forward to seeing what the season holds. So thank you guys for coming on. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, for our listeners, if you guys haven't already, hit that follow and subscribe button on whatever podcast app you guys are listening on. We are on all major podcast platforms, as well as our website, fallobsession.com, and our YouTube channel. Be sure you head on over to that YouTube and subscribe. we got weekly new videos of all sorts of different types of content coming out. Follow us on social media. Go follow Chad, Chad Allen Jones, on social media as well. Give uh, Show him a little love and support as well. I know he'd appreciate it. Um, he's got a lot of good stuff on there, too. If you guys want to provide some feedback on the podcast, you can go to fallobsession.com slash podcast. There's a form on there for you guys to fill out that uh, you guys can ask us questions, suggest topics or guests, or just general feedback. We take criticism constructively around here, so feel free to to tell us what's on your mind. And uh, the few podcast videos that we have are also available from that page as well. And while we're talking about the podcast, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop us a review. Um, give us five stars if you can. Um, if you don't think we're worthy of five stars, then head to that webpage and tell us why. And we'd love to make the podcast better. So um, social media, already covered that. Um, be sure that you head on over to fallobsession.com and check out everything that we have to offer. And I'm excited about this hunting season. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff coming y'all's way. we got some new apparel uh, on the online store right now that you guys can go check out and other than that stay tuned we got a lot of awesome content coming y'all's way this fall and we're going to keep it rolling so we appreciate you guys listening gentlemen thank you all again we're gonna hang it up and appreciate y'all coming on my pleasure (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we appreciate y'all listening again we'll be back again with y'all next week for another fall obsession podcast episode we'll catch you then see you later